0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Decoding Success Podcast, top 1% globally ranked show in the world. Thanks to you, episode 294, which is pretty crazy to say as we're only six away from a tremendous milestone once again. Thanks to everyone that's tuned in. Back in the studio with the boys. I'm not going to sing The Boys Are Back in Town, otherwise we're going to get copyright on uh, YouTube. I got honestly a copyright strike the other day, so (laughs) trying to avoid that. But what's going on, gents? It's good to be back what's up boys yeah man you it's haven't been here good. in a minute Drew. i missed the last one
1: yeah i definitely missed the last you one.
0: you haven't i know everyone's kind of like we got someone that went to another country that won't be named you went to that same country did, that won't be named we should talk about it <laughs> how was that how was the trip both of you greece was awesome
1: yeah we had a honeymoon great time. correct yeah we went for our honeymoon um went to uh flew into uh athens mykonos uh, Potos, Naxos, and then back to Athens.
0: A lot of oses. Yes. Oh yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, A so, lot of tequila. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Was I drinking tequila? Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the continent. Actually you know, it actually travels well. Heel is hard to find there. It's imported from Mexico. You don't find all like the varieties. True. Mykonos is probably a different story. True. Yeah. True. Mi-
1: Mykonos, uh, Mykonos, was it was like going to like Miami or Vegas. Yeah. yeah it was very much. Like super commercial.
2: Yeah. I always uh, say it's uh, Mykonos and Santorini remind me of islands in Greece as opposed to Greek islands. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that. Copyright.
3: A wow. on that. What do you feel like you <laughs> took away
0: from that trip, like? I don't know. Whenever I travel, I feel like I come back a new person. So I don't know. Do so, like hey, uh, listen, I
1: think uh, I've been I told you guys before we started, like I've been just crazy busy with work. So anytime I can get like a reset, it's just nice. Yeah. Um, so to be able to kind of just put my phone down and relax. Um, like I said, Mykonos was Mykonos was like any other like if I were to go to Miami or or Vegas or whatever, like we did some partying, which was awesome. But then like, honestly, my favorite part of the trip was going to Patos. Um, just because it was like super, super mellow, felt authentic,
3: Yeah.
1: Mm. um, which I'm sure Ant will, uh, back me up on too. Uh, the food was incredible. Uh, people were great, like super chill, like very European, which I love. Um, cause again, we just so caught up in the hustle and bustle of
0: shit here. So you didn't pick up your phone while you were there? Uh... That's challenging, bro. I mean,
1: I uh, I didn't. I didn't respond to emails. Like I'm I'm huge. If I'm away, Mm -hmm. my vacation responder goes on. Yeah. Like day of, and then I'm like, you just you're not gonna be able to get me. Yeah. No way. So like I'm not responding to emails. I'm not really answering calls. I'm in group chats and WhatsApp chats and Slack chats and all that stuff. Sometimes you can't help but look at. Yeah. But like I try not to get involved because as soon as you get involved, you're caught.
0: Well you're also at a level in your business where like you have a team,
1: right? Like Which is incredible. We have we have a great team and the business is doing really well because of the team that we built. And because we have layers to things and everybody knows what their responsibilities are, et cetera, et cetera, I don't have to get involved that much. Yeah. Like listen, on the day to day stuff, sure. Like I'm still obviously doing all the strategic stuff with Mike, but um, you know, it's not as
0: Shout out to Mike. Mike was at yeah, the US Open every Did fucking. You, day. Yeah, he loves the US Open. <laughs> I went one day. I'm looking at his fucking Instagram story. He's there every fucking we get, day. We
1: gotta get him on the podcast, though.
0: Hell yeah, bro, bro. No, I give him credit, yeah. bro. Tacos were 70 bucks. He's doing good if he's there every day.
1: Uh, yeah, I took a he took a couple clients, you know, business. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's Woo. cool. That's cool. Awesome. Do you feel like the the trip? what did it do for your relationship i mean uh
1: I, so we got married in november but because of the time of year that we got married we couldn't necessarily like go to europe in that time probably we could yeah. obviously but like we wanted to kind of do it right so to, to go in the summer so because the honeymoon was kind of delayed um i think also sometimes it's like oh like do we really have to go or whatever so like i'm just super happy that we did it yeah like you only get a certain amount of these opportunities where you can actually get away for an extended period of time and actually enjoy yourself so like i'm super happy that we actually went um i mean listen it was it was incredible we had we had a beautiful time she's my wife is half greek too so being there with somebody who speaks greek
0: um would be like going with aunt um, sure yeah (laughs) no 100 percent was that your first time in greece yeah yeah, that was See, my first time. Dude, that's one of the things I like. I thought about on my way here. It's like I've been experiencing a lot of firsts in my relationship. Mm-hmm. Like first time going to the U.S. Open, first time going to this restaurant or that restaurant, first time doing this. And it's like you build a bond when you do something for the first time with your partner. That's sure. like no other. Yeah. You know, so like that's something you'll always remember. It's like yo, my first time in Greece was with my wife. This time, and of course it was monumental uh-huh. as it was your honeymoon. But dude, like. The first time with the person you love is incredible, like yeah. literally incredible.
1: By the way, I said this to you before the podcast, so, but you look great. You, I appreciate it. You're glowing. That.
0: I appreciate yeah. it. Uh, yeah. It's, you're, it's, yeah have you have the light are, on you. It's, it's not the light. It's the relationship I appreciate right there. it. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, yeah. you know, like I said earlier, there, It one of the most beautiful things that I'm experiencing is this relationship because I have such an open mind to what can come about from it not just relationally but also and I'm going to sound selfish saying this but like my own personal growth like utilizing this as a catalyst to look in the mirror and see what's being reflected back at me literally every single day Uh, and sometimes I don't like what's being reflected back at me but again it's just you know some days I'm down to like face that and be like all right Matt like you need to work on this dude Uh, I think that's one of the most beautiful things that when you're Maybe, you know, for years, I haven't been in a relationship in three years before this, like for those three years, I don't think I was facing the mirror, Mm -hmm, you know, or facing it to this extent. So a lot of beauty, a lot of growth, a lot of I mean, there are challenges, right? There's a lot of challenges when you're dealing with someone else's emotions and moods and whatever. Um, But we make the most of it. Have a good time, you know?
1: Yeah, it's a lot. I'm sure it's a lot of change for you, also in terms of scheduling and, <laughs> yeah, right. Like that's a oh, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah,
0: a hundred percent, man. I mean, I'm used to doing my thing with Draco. Now <laughs> my dog. Now I'm doing my thing with my partner and Draco, or just my partner. Does she have a dog? She does not have a dog. Okay. No. Draco's now her dog. I was just going to say that. She's going to hear this yeah, well, and say She no. does have a dog now. <laughs> she yeah. does have a dog now. Yeah, so of course, man, you know, the, the scheduling, um, maybe even like less alone time, like things like that, or mm-hmm. it's an adjustment, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I mean, I, I didn't realize. Having,
1: were you having trouble with that at the beginning a little bit or no?
0: I think I'm, I might be having more trouble with it now than in the beginning.
1: Right. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Now yeah.
0: it's just like, oh, okay, you know. Uh, You want to see your person, but at the same time, after a long day of work, you know, we were kind of just talking about this outside the studio. It's like, you know, after a long day of work, you kind of just want to lay in bed or lay down or whatever the case is. For me, it's like I just sometimes I need
1: to work out or I just crawl out of my skin. I know you guys are like this, too. Um, So, like, listen, I think that was the biggest adjustment in terms of like being knowing that like, you know, you come home sometimes and it's like, I got to get all the stress out. The only way yeah. that I know how to do it is to go for a run or to to go work out or whatever. Yeah. And I think you have to adjust your schedule. And that's why, like, for me, I had to switch to morning workouts.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Like, it was the only thing that I realized, like, all right, I just have to get up an hour and a half or an hour, like, two hours earlier to get my workouts in. Otherwise, it just wasn't really going to happen at night. Yeah. Because you also, you want to come home wife's excited to see you you got dinner you want to eat together like Mm -hmm. it's just it i felt like night workouts which i was accustomed to my whole life i had to kind of change
0: yeah we need to recalibrate when we when we enter new seasons right like i think that's one of the biggest things that i'm trying to embrace now is like the recalibration phase to get to the point where you find what quote-unquote balance looks for you in this period of your life Right. So I might be saying something totally different in six months from now because that's a new season. For me, this current season, it's kind of still new. So I'm still trying to find where that fair ground is that makes myself happy, that makes my lady happy, that makes my dog happy because the fucking ball's being pushed at me still every day when I'm at my desk to play. Dog's a funny
1: thing. You know, it's just like, dude,
0: you you got to find the balance. And with each new season, you know, you have to recalibrate (laughs) 100%.
2: You had said something earlier about like, you know, being in this relationship and how great it is. And you almost felt selfish saying that it, you know, you're working on personal growth as well, but that's part of the package, right? That's part it of is. A, a good relationship is, you know, you're making her better and in turn. She's making you better, like, or you're 100%. making one another better.
3: Yeah. You
0: know
2: what I'm saying? So that's, I think that's the hallmark of, of, of something that's a, a successful relationship. It can't just go one way. That's the yeah. old real quick.
0: Yeah. No, hundred percent to it. And that's, like I said, it's, Probably the most beautiful thing that I've been able to experience it's expedited like we talked about on the last round table, too You know, it's like in your face every day like when you're committed to your partner That mirror is being held up to you every single day So it's like are you going to avoid what you're seeing in that mirror or are you going to act on it? Mm -hmm. Um, And like I said, it's a beautiful thing. I, I mean expedited without a doubt
4: it's good stuff it's reflecting things back to you that you wouldn't see otherwise by yourself yeah to your point it's a a whole new routine it's an adjustment pattern like you've used to doing life by yourself Mm -hmm. more with a previous partner that had a different set of standards so yeah it's it isn't an adjustment period and it it takes grace it takes time and then with each level of the relationship like it's a whole new adjustment. It's Like ooh, let me do this all over again. Let me do this all over yeah. again. You're constantly growing in in a relationship. I think it's like it's it's like the personal growth side of a relationship and entrepreneurship. Like we're all in it together here, but like both together. Wow, it's a whammy. Yeah. Like you learn so much by yourself. I
1: can't even imagine kids either. Like when it's, you throw that into the mix,
4: it's it's the next level. It's like yeah it's just it's just constant you have to be so open-minded and just constantly open to like what the day will bring at you mm. make adjustments to your schedule so you can fit it all in and still like you need a in the relationship you still need to be the individual as well like you said mm-hmm. so like the both of you are finding time for that and sometimes there's not time yeah. so sometimes it's like oh wow and it gets a little overwhelming and then you make the best of it it's like, okay, it's all about being a master at carving out sections of your schedule. Like, we think like business, like Google, no, you know, Google Calendar is a big thing. It's like, now it's like with your family as well. And that's got to hit the schedule first because if it doesn't, every other thing will, you know, overlap it. Exactly. I think that's
1: great advice. Um, even when, like, listen, I know for me and I'm sure it's the same for you guys, like the Google Calendar fills up like crazy. But, like, I think it's important that you also schedule in there, literally like family time or time like for me it's time with my wife like date night on this date uh, have it booked like and that's just what I know because otherwise too like your schedule can just get out of control
4: yeah I I heard I heard on a uh, psychologist say this on a podcast like it gets to the point when you start having a larger family like you schedule in sex like it's to that point mm-hmm. and, and and on the schedule because like the iPad was shared with the kids like it, doesn't, it doesn't say sex but it just yeah, says yeah. something else a code word but it gets on to that track. point right. where like yeah. it's like it needs to be that granular because just winging it is not good enough anymore
0: mm. yeah yeah it's important to prioritize that for sure I think one of the probably the bigger things that I'm noticing and I didn't notice this over the past few years and this is kind of going backwards a little bit but like I was unaware of wounds that I had that weren't quote-unquote healed and I know that term gets thrown around a lot but like I'm under the impression now or under the belief that certain wounds can only be healed in relationships because they're not being triggered or you're not going up against the grain where they're being presented to you if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so like right away I noticed in this relationship that I didn't necessarily heal part of like my mother wound or whatever the term you want to give to it. And that was one of the most revealing things to me about, you know, to sum all of this up is the fact that, hey, like some wounds when you're by yourself just aren't being or aren't being brought up against the grain or triggered. And then all of a sudden you're in it and you're working on it. But day by day, you know, everyone's doing the best they can. And that's all you can do, right? it's
2: i think that's why every song is is either about not every song but just about every song is about love mm. or heartbreak because mm. it drives our life in a completely different direction when you're in love that's where you get to really see the full benefits of life experience things you haven't before see life in a different light yeah uh you mentioned some of the things that you might be going through are now healed life makes more sense so that's the the most powerful drug in the world is, yeah. is love.
0: It is. Yeah. It most definitely is. And I know you're in love with Greece, so we'll get, over, get it over with. You were there too, bro. How was the trip? <laughs>
2: I did not expect to talk about Greece but you asked. So. <laughs> no, I mean, listen, Greece is Greece. Uh, similar to what, well, actually, on the opposite of what Drew said. Drew said he wasn't really on the phone a lot on this trip. And I'm glad because it was his honeymoon. So yeah. I'm glad you had the phone away. I, on the other hand, was on the phone a pretty good amount. But I didn't mind because I was taking business calls like yeah. on the beach with no shirt and a beer in my hand. I'm like, this is the best. So <laughs> I had no problem taking business calls. It doesn't sound like you
4: at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. No, I had it was a it was How long that did was you go amazing. For? I went for three weeks. Okay. It was the longest I've been since I've been in, in college. Um and, and Matt and I had spoken about this and this was more of a trip as opposed to a vacation Yeah. because this was nonstop. I mean, I was go, go, go. And yeah, people were like, oh, I saw you on Instagram and you're on the beach every day. I was. <laughs> but <laughs> for the most part, there was a lot of travel, just making sure I saw new things, a lot, a lot of driving around, meeting with like extended family, friends everywhere I went. So it was a blast, but it wasn't like all inclusive resort kind of laid back and, and chose a lot of on the go, which I was very OK with. Saw some new spots. Uh, like Drew, I went to Paros for the first time. It was, was great, right? Really cool. That was your yeah. first
0: time? First time in Paros. at that, yeah. huh? Yeah. Who dude, you've been there for fucking 800 years. <laughs> 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 you haven't <laughs> been to Paros. This kid finds fossils. No, I think
2: 226 inhabited islands, so, like, dude, there's a lot to see. Yeah, yeah you know? there is. Yeah. Yeah. Paros was amazing. Paros was next level. It's yeah. Really a special place. I went to Rhodes. Rhodes was great. I mean... Were, it, the, were the fires going on? No, nah, those... they. They had just finished and it was on they the main right? thought- yeah, There There's a, a ton of them. I yeah. mean, that, that seems to be a yearly thing in Greece. Mm. Uh, my island, Chios, which is my favorite place, biased, but I think it's, it's my favorite. And then I went. Is to, that where your family's from? Yeah, my whole family's from Metaora. I'm sorry, not from Metaora, from Chios. Then I went to Metaora after. And Metaora was. Uh, I only knew about that because of the Linkin Park album. I don't know if you remember back in the day. No. The Linkin Park's second album was called Meteora. Yeah. yeah. I always pronounced it Meteora. That's how, I mean, I'm putting a little accent on it. But yeah, it's Meteora or, yeah, whatever. Meteora <laughs> what I I what that works too. That Linkin Park yeah. album was about Greece? No, they, just, <laughs> <laughs> they
3: I was about <laughs> just, to say, <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> they actually just saw it in a magazine and they were just like fascinated by it. And they're like, this place looks incredible. And then they all went, I think, as a band and cool, just well, had okay. like this spiritual awakening so it's really that was something else yeah um but fred thirst on a spiritual awakening is uh that's a book i read <laughs> oh no, i'm it. sorry yeah no, <laughs> I'm, I'm way off on that sorry <laughs> no it was great and then um you know you'd ask drew about like lessons learned and things like that yeah and what I did you like, take away from the trip so i wrote a few down when i was there actually and a lot of this stuff is like things i already knew to be true and it's like when you're experiencing it, like. The lessons that we need to know are not that complicated. It's just remembering the fundamentals. You know, if you remember the fundamentals, it'll get you so far. But we often complicate things and like, you know, for example, this is not one of them, but like you know you should work out every day. You know, Drew's yeah. saying he's working out in the mornings, changing his life. You know you should be doing that. And mm-hmm. it's so easy to be like, ah, whatever, I'm not gonna do it today. But that routine is really what gets you to your your freedom and really finding yourself and like that's I love vacation, but the one thing I miss is routine. Mm-hmm. I often miss routine on my vacations, but some of the lessons I learned mm-hmm. on this on this trip uh, was, I mean, I have a few here, but I noticed that there were certain situations where I'm just like, ah, I didn't necessarily want to be somewhere. I was with a group. I'm like, I don't really know this group, and I was like, oh, I'm having like sh- like shallow breaths as opposed to full breaths. Like these little things, mm-hmm. like two percent difference, and then I'd be like, oh, dude, you're a little stiff. Like unstiffen. And I'd relax my shoulders. I'm like, all of a sudden, I kind of like was able to, to transition into a better time. Mm. Just by these little shifts, I didn't have to do anything dramatically different. Sure your energy changed, too, in terms of what you were putting out by those little shifts. It, it did. Yeah. Like, after a couple of minutes, I started to notice it. I'm like,
0: oh, mm. shit. So why did you... I'm sorry, backtrack here. Why do you feel like you were breathing, like, shallow into your chest versus, like... I might have been in, like a, a
2: like, a... And a, a place move? I didn't want to no just like a place I didn't want to be or maybe with like a crowd I wasn't in this time like my people I'm just like I don't really know anyone here and you know you just kind of like almost to yourself and I feel yeah. like oh I'm like that's up.
1: probably natural in like a new environment if you're like yeah. you're like like an outsider walking in or sure. like you're uncomfortable mm-hmm. I would say that's probably how most people you probably we probably don't even realize it
0: it just probably right. feels so
2: yeah natural right.
1: to yeah like you know. to kind of just have your guard up a little bit
0: yeah
2: but then also how do you get back into like yourself and I feel like those two steps helped me to be like oh like kind of found myself again by doing that. And then a lot of other things like, we've talked on the podcast many times, visualization is key. I've been doing those exercises every single day. Like I've been consistent with that. So now almost like two months, 10 minutes visualization. And then how meditation, how it's another thing like the gym where I can push it to the side and be like, "Ah, I really don't have time for this. But if you don't have time to visualize and you don't have time to meditate, like that means you don't have time for yourself and you don't have a life and granted, you know, especially when you have a family, you have a whole lot of things going on when you're married. A lot of things happen. But if you don't have 10, 15 minutes for yourself, find that 15 minutes. Because I kept making sure, I was like, yo, find the time. You have the time. And I did. I noticed, oh, my day's better because I did it. And you never regret it. You're never going to visualize or meditate and be like, ah, man, I shouldn't have done this. Yeah. You're always happy you did. Yeah. Just like going to the gym. Well, you're always I think, happy you went to the gym. I think if you're, the way that I look at that,
1: too, is like you just have to be more disciplined when your schedule's changing. So whether you're on vacation and your routine changes or you're in a new relationship or now you have a a newborn that's on the way or whatever it is, like you just have to be that much more disciplined because there's always going to be an excuse not to do any of that stuff.
0: Absolutely. No matter what
1: it is. It could be, like we said, it could be working out, it could be meditation, it could be therapy, it could be whatever, but there's always an excuse to not do any of that work.
4: Yeah. Right. That's part of the process too that like I saw myself is that your schedule tightens up. Mm -hmm. There's not as much free time. So it's like... How to do all these things, and it's sort of back to back in a lot of different ways, like mm. one thing on top of the next. And it, at first, it'll feel a little overwhelmed just in like experiencing that life. Like I was used to having this bucket of time to just do whatever yeah. I wanted, yeah. free thinking, mm. just to think, like as time, just to be yeah. chill. But now it's all these things back to back. And one thing that Ann that I, I learned from me is, first thing in the morning, schedule the things for Phil. Because if I don't, chances are throughout the day, this thing hits, this thing hits, this thing hits. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Like conquer it in the morning or eat the frog.
2: Yeah. No, um, I quoted you today, by the way, to a buddy. Um, uh, he has a kid as well. And he's just like, I don't have the time for this and that for, for himself. I go, oh, if you can't be 100 for yourself, you're not going to be able to be 100 for your kid. Yeah. And he's like, that's really makes a lot of sense.
0: Well, let's talk about this super quick. I obviously yeah. want to go through the rest of your list. But like, do you guys think it's quote unquote not having the time or do you feel like subconsciously when people, and I'm guilty of this, when we don't do something that we know is good for us, do we actually subconsciously, subconsciously just feel like we're not worth the result of said action? Right, I could tell you so many times where I would go streaking with clothes on. Like, where <laughs> like, go?
1: I would go <laughs> streaking
0: so many times where I'm going to church every weekend or I'm meditating or breath work or this or that for weeks upon weeks or days upon days and then all of a sudden, one day I don't do it. The second day I don't do mm, it because right. it's, it's not our default. right? So what do you guys think about that?
1: I, I think for me the way that I look at it. Cause I think the other side of that too is you can be, I've gotten into this psychology before. I'm curious if you guys have, it's very easy to beat yourself up too and start feeling guilty. If you miss a day or two days or whatever it is, like if you're not as disciplined as you should be, sometimes that guilt is even worse than doing and being disciplined sometimes. So what I've learned to do is for me, it's all about looking at it over my lifetime.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And if I'm not meditating seven days a week, but I get it in two or three times. Yeah. I'm okay with that. If I'm not working out five days a week, right, but I get in three days a week, right? And over a year's light span I'm still being active and physical and getting it in. I'm okay with that. I think it's when for me anyway, when I start to get so crazy with routine and I start to get really crazy with I have to get this done, and that done, or whatever, and then it, it starts to get to be a lot of pressure that I'm just putting on myself for no mm. reason too. And it becomes less beneficial for me to actually do it sometimes than it is like with having the pressure of it on me sometimes. Like it's a little wing. It's like I, I feel like all right, if I didn't ice bath, if I didn't sauna, if I didn't work out, if I didn't meditate, if I yeah. didn't like I start running through all these things, like, Oh, I didn't get this and I didn't get that and I'm not living as optimal as I could be. And i I was like that for a long time and I feel like I've taken that pressure off of myself now a little bit where I'm trying to just be as balanced as I can but I'm okay with not optimizing at 100%. I feel like that's okay for me too. Yeah. But that took me a long time to get there. I would just beat myself up for no reason if I was just missing stuff.
0: I'm glad you yeah. touched on that because that's actually the myth of what consistency is. right? Like the, the yeah. myth that we all have of consistency, or I shouldn't say we all, but majority of us have, is the fact that we view it as something that we need to do every single day. But you just preached this to me the other day. like When we zoom out and look at the calendar month and it's like, oh, you know what, I did Let's use meditate. I meditated four Mm. days this week, six times this week, three times. Like that is consistency over the course of zooming out. We could just get so caught up on like the micro of it as opposed to the macro. Um, But I appreciate you chiming in with that because it just made me think. Yeah, no,
1: I felt that before. and I think even like in a relationship too, especially when you start in a a relationship and now you're having to adjust. Yeah. And now you're starting to be like, oh, wait a minute. I didn't get this, this and this. And I'm not going to perform at work because I you know whatever right yeah. like but it's like nah like you're you'll be okay yeah you
3: right.
1: know and i think i was like even like for me like listen on vacation i did nothing
3: <laughs> <laughs> you did plenty. i you did
1: 20. but i did i didn't do i didn't meditate i didn't work out i didn't yeah. go for a run i was just straight chilling and you were, you were i needed i needed that
0: see that's the thing too though like you actually were doing something it's something that everyone needs to do more of you were just being yeah yeah. right because like the meditating the working out the cold plunges the this the that it's all doing right and Mm -hmm. they're great for us and that makes us want to do to live that optimal life but at the same time sometimes we just need to fucking plop on the couch and just be and forget all these personal development and self-help tools and
4: tactics and tips and whatever like just fucking be i think the purpose of all those tools is to feel really present. When you're working mm-hmm. out, you're thinking of nothing. Mm-hmm. When you're meditating, you're thinking of nothing, right? With your kid, you're thinking of nothing. But when you're in Greece and you're in a new place and you're on the beach and you got that bottle of whatever. Yeah. Dema. Yeah? White wine. Then uh,
1: you, <laughs> <laughs> you drink You were
4: drinking white?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Nice and chill. Yeah, then you're yeah, thinking around, of nothing. For sunset every night. There you go. Yeah.
4: Same, same principle applies. I was actually told something regarding nutrition that. Goes off of (laughs) what this guy drops some tequila, right? Um, I was told someone nutrition a while back that changed similar to what you just said, changed my view of eating. Like, same thing, instead of eating perfect every single day. Yeah, guess what you have a Sunday dinner one day you have mm. five ten thousand calories something crazy right, right. okay this so zoom out look at your calories in the course of a week so if you're supposed to have 2,000 a day look at it as 14,000 for the week if I had 5,000 on Sunday it means I can fast the next day mm. if I have a little bit less a little mm. bit less that's Why? because he was going to Patrizia's every Sunday. Th- that was a big thing for us for a while. We were, we were going every Tuesday during the club. We were their best customer. But same thing. You have to be thing, rolled out of there, by the way. It's you so good. what
1: you do. You leave there and you're like, I like. I try to go out to a bar after that once and you can't. No, you no, go no. Go to bed. That,
4: that is the bar. That is the bar. That is the bar. Is the bar. <laughs> like we've gone and polished off magnums of red wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, same but, like, same, uh, um, same analogy also when I started running, when we started doing, you know, the 8K, the 5K half marathon, like, look at your miles in the course of a month mm-hmm. rather than just a day. You miss like one day where you're supposed to do three miles per day. Mm-hmm. Okay, look at it as 90 miles for the month, you know. Obviously, that's yeah that's something that I aspire to, but look at it in, in, in the course of that. So, you know, and that'll help you big time with your life, not just being, like, so centered on just missing... Uh, just missing buckets in your life Right. I love that
2: in terms of presence you were talking you all touched on it right I think if one let's just say there's a scale right and one is living all the way in the past and ten is living all the way in the future and five is right now I think I've lived a lot of my life at an eight like mm, in the future big time Yeah, a lot of it and then I think over the years and getting more mature I've been more like seven I feel like I'm at like a a 5.5 right now and that doesn't mean I don't know where I want to go. That's mm-hmm. very important. Knowing where you want to go is important. But yes. being where your feet are and being super present is, I mean, you're not really living in the now if you're so future-oriented. Know where you want to go. Know the direction you want to go in. But like when you're living in the future and not just like thinking about the future and knowing the direction you want to go in, you're not really present. Mm-hmm. So that was one of my things that like kind of revelations – i went away is like i want to keep centering myself to get even closer to as five as possible because yeah. i feel like i'm very much in, in in my past i've been more in my future yeah for a chunk of my life you feel like you're in more of your past or future
0: generally speaking if we're looking if i'm zooming out and looking over the course of a month i would say i'm probably more future focused yeah. but i have a lot of moments where i'm super present this being one of them when i'm sitting on the couch watching this fucking dumb show on hulu called like murders in the building or something like that (laughs) mystery murders in the building i don't like i'm super present when you know i'm watching that show with madeline like those moments i'm very present but overall i think i'm more future focused yeah what about you
4: i'd say it's a combo of both it depends on like my vibe my vibration like where i'm at in my life like what season i can be future i can be past for me it's a daily practice to like get back to center right. get back yeah. to right. get back to that point sure. where like i'm so comfortable right now that i don't want to be past or future like i'm just voluntarily zeroing in on the moment right now cuz like i don't want it to end and that's something that i wish i can live with every single day but it takes practice
1: yeah yeah how yeah, about you Drew i'm definitely more future the way that my brain works i'm always looking at things like a chessboard it's yeah. very strategic mm-hmm. I'm never in the past. I'm yeah. really never in the past. I don't regret much. I don't really think about the past too much. My brain is way too much in the future, and it's yeah. a daily mm-hmm. practice to try to get it back to the present because I feel like even right now, I have so much going on with work, which is incredible, but because I'm so much thinking about the chessboard, I am not. I need to work on getting back to present more because I feel like my days are flying by. Like my life is blinking before my eye just because I'm so focused on thinking about the future.
0: I'm sure when you – like in this moment, you seem very present. You're very attentive. Like I'm sure you have those moments too where you're super present.
1: And that's a conscious – like what Phil said, it's a conscious effort to try to stay present. Like sometimes I have to – sometimes my brain starts to go and then really it's really conversations like this. Where I'm able to just listen. Yeah. That like listening to me. If I could give any advice to anybody, it's talk less and listen more, and you'll
2: be way more present.
0: Yeah. Like or just they, listen to people.
2: Interest, interesting people are interested. Yes. Right. So the people so that listen the best are the best conversationalists. It's so true. Yeah. Like I've had
1: like you're. Sometimes I'm in conversations with people where I've said it before. Like I can't have a conversation with them because I might as well just be a mirror, mm-hmm. and they're talking to themselves. And it's just a, it's a stream of consciousness and there's no dialogue between the two of us. Yeah. Like, and I'm literally, I don't know if you guys have ever had that moment, but I'll just be in conversations with people where I'm like, I got, like, I'm not even in this conversation. Like, I might as well just stand here, like, go get, like, I could put my avatar here go get something come yeah. back and you'll still be like we're not even having a yeah. conversation yeah. You know? yeah. and that's like where i feel like that's how i notice people who are way present like they're listening we're able to talk back and forth it's not really like a stream of consciousness but like that to me is what helps me anyway too it's like listening to people yeah. more than anything
0: i remember that's what i did actually the first time i think it was the first time us four ever went to dinner together we went to la nona and then we went back to drew's apartment when he was still over here and um, I don't think I said a, a word the entire time we were at your apartment. <laughs> I might have said hello to the pup, but like outside of that, like I was just listening and soaking it in because for me, not for nothing, I'm with, and I, I say this because I genuinely meet it. I'm with three highly accomplished individuals. Like you guys all have more time on earth than me. You have things in business that I don't have, things in relationships that I don't have. So like for me in those moments, it's like, this is a fucking cheat code, you know. Like just being in this room, like listening to the conversation, you know. I asked you if you were okay that day. You did ask me if I was okay. <laughs> dude, you're not speaking. You know, I, I'm just soaking it all in. I, he yeah. did ask me yeah. if yeah, I, I was okay. I remember that
1: exact comment, actually. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, that was that was a good night. That was yeah. a good. And night. And I will
1: say this: but whenever I'm with you guys, I feel super present.
0: Yeah, Ooh, awesome. it that. brings it out of me, honestly. Yeah, wow, it does. Yeah. Like
1: not even just like the podcast is one thing, but if these microphones weren't here, we would just be at dinner having the same conversation. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Basically. <laughs> for
0: the most part. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I cut you off on your list. No, was all next? good.
2: We touched on most of it, but I'm going to say one thing is that I noticed is that lots of people do things just for the pictures and the clout and they're not actually present. I mm. saw that so many times on this trip. It was next level where there's people taking, and listen, everyone likes a good video. Everyone likes a good picture we're human in this day and age is how it goes but when i see somebody taking pictures for a half hour and then they leave i'm like were you even here or were you just here to show so other people could be like looks like a great time yeah. but if they only saw they'd be like this person didn't have a good time at all one example that stood out to me is the holiest place on the island of Kios where i'm from uh, it's like a martyrdom spot of our patron saint and this family came over here uh to the spot and it's a place where you just kind of chill and just like take it in and this one kid was kind of like whining a little bit to her mom, and the mom like violently grabbed her face and said, mommy's wanted to come here for a long time, like basically shut up and just stay in the corner and don't speak, and then two seconds later, she goes for a picture by the cross and is smiling, and I'm like, that's, okay, that's so phony, Yeah. because if anyone had seen what had happened prior to that picture, Mm -hmm. like you're in a place where you're supposed, like you go there and you go on this long hike Mm -hmm. to feel like, Something, right? How are you gonna switch off that quick and just like grab your kid's face like that? It just, it just rubbed me the wrong way. And then she kept saying, "How did the picture come out?" How? And then, you know, they kept taking more and more. And then they just left. They didn't stay. They didn't sit. They didn't take in it at all. Like you went all this way just to get a shot for clout, and then you left. Yeah. What did you
0: take from that? Yeah. And we see that all the time. All the time. In fact, I just put out an episode with Erwin uh, B. Valencia. He's no longer with the New York Knicks, but I don't know if you guys ever watch Nick games. He's on the sidelines, and he's the one that's teaching mindfulness to like Julius Randle and Hartenstein and all of these guys. Like oh, He does cool. like the breath work mm-hmm. with them. He's actually, I think he was like the head of player development or something of that sort, and he said the exact same thing. He goes, he was talking about, I asked him what was inner work to him because like that's one of the terms inner work healing this that and of course i use them too but they get thrown around so often so i had asked him what that meant to him and he said exactly what you said he goes i think a lot of people have inner work confused because they're now trying to make it cool by going to burning man or doing this or whatever and he's like listen i'm all for that type of stuff like going into the fucking jungle in peru and doing ayahuasca has now become let's take pictures of this experience to show like hey we were there we did it and i understand on the flip side like you do want to capture those moments but -hmm. it's like what's happening behind the scenes you know of those pictures how are you
1: guys doing with social media like what is meaning what like on, on a personal level like how do you feel about it personally because like for me obviously listen I I'll, I'll be I'll uh I'll definitely admit this pre-marriage even pre my girlfriend I know where this is gonna go I was a peacock like literally I would post stuff up just literally to get attention sure now honestly in the relationship I am not as much posting right most of my stuff is really business related more than it is like personal life Um. And I tried to, the other thing I realized is like, just in general in my day to day life, I wasn't getting much out of it. Mm. Um, It wasn't like producing much for me. I think there was a time where I was like, oh okay, I'm gonna have like my own personal brand, but like that didn't really go anywhere nor was I really pursuing it, so it just kind of like, kind of died there. And like I have somebody who's running my social media who's doing a good job on the business side. So like there's really no point in me really posting much anymore, right? Sure. So like. The other thing is, like, it's a complete distraction. Like, you could be, like you said before, watching Netflix, and I would find myself, like, on my phone scrolling yeah. and not even watching the show. Right. Like, I sh- I'm not even distracted by the TV. I'm distracted by mindless scrolling. So, like, I have tried to treat it like I heard this from somebody. I forgot who it was, but, I like I try to treat it like dessert. Mm. So, I actually log out huh. every day. Wow. Oh, okay. Good tip. So that when I find myself going to it and I'm in the middle of a work day or something productive, I can't get into it. Because, like, you'll find yourself as a reaction, for me anyway, right? Like, I'll just automatically go to it on my phone. Two seconds of downtime, I'm like, oh, let me go. Yeah, smart. Right? And then by logging out and treating it like dessert, I only will do it, like, 10 minutes a day or something. Like, and it's, like, a, a time where, like, I know, like, I'm not with my wife, so I'm not really, like, distracted from conversation with her. We're not watching a movie. I'm not working out, whatever. And like, I find that, whatever, and then I just go through it for 10 minutes, catch up on shit, and then I log out again or mm. whatever. But, like, that was something that I feel like... For me has made a big difference in distraction
3: yeah
1: and being more present so but that's only changed i feel like for me also because i want to say the relationship probably changed it for me more than anything mm. so i'm curious to see like what yeah. your relationships are with it yeah have you found anything different is it, is it distracting for you guys because for me it was super distracting
0: yeah i think it's definitely a distracting i mean it is distracting right i mean if i didn't have to post clips of the podcast or releases.
1: It's different for you. You have a personal brand. Yeah. Like honestly, your podcast is super successful. Like you have to post,
3: you know?
0: Yeah. That's the the troublesome part because I, while I can be much better and disciplined at posting and then getting off like you do, logging out, because you Mm -hmm. don't need to see who's liking it or commenting. You can log back in at a later time. Uh, I will share that two times recently, or maybe one time in particular, Uh, social media, particularly Instagram, gave me anxiety. Um, I had shared a clip with Lisa Ann. We collabed on it, it was a reel promoting the podcast, and I don't know, it had the most likes I've ever got on anything in my life. And I was watching that happen, and while of course I want that attention for the podcast and for that episode, it was just something that I wasn't necessarily accustomed to. And as I was watching the numbers increase, the shares increase, the likes increase, the comments increase, I was like, yo, this doesn't feel good. Like, just, I don't know, maybe Mm. it's because I was, like, micro-managing like the result of it. Did you have any trolls or anything on there, or no? She did. And I give her a hell of a lot of credit. Mm. Because, man, some of the stuff people say to her, like, I would post stuff on Twitter. She's very big on Twitter. I would, like, share those clips on Twitter. And, like, the people responding to her, I was like, damn, you need to have thick skin yeah. to be in that position. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe that's why God hasn't allowed me to achieve that level of, you know, recognition for the podcast yet because I'm just not ready, ready. to handle that. That's cool. That's know, good perspective. You know, that, perspective. That's, that's yeah. what I've said to myself. And I've said that in other things regarding this podcast too, but it, that particular moment definitely gave me anxiety. And I was yeah. like, whoa, not a fan of that.
1: Yeah, that's crazy because it's like in one sense – it's good for business. It's great, right? Any other sense, <laughs> yeah. your personal life is Exactly too. exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly.
4: that's, that's we, crazy. We spoke on that. Like, yeah. you're just not used to seeing it pile up that fast. Yeah. Notifications that fast. Um, How I was just,
1: the dopamine hit on that too, right?
4: Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Like yeah. draining.
4: Yeah, I mean, it, it was. I mean, it was fucking
0: cool, right? Like, <laughs> first of all, like I'm collabing with Lisa Ann, who's right. dope as fuck, and it's just right. like. It was great, because it was a good clip. It was a really solid clip, and don't quote me on what it was, because I really don't remember right now. But um, it was a cool experience, but then again, like I said, I don't know if I'm ready for, for that, mm-hmm. you know?
4: Yeah. I just uh, actually learned something the other day. There's a feature on Instagram, and I actually did it for one of my business profiles, Quiet Mode. You mm. set the time from whatever time. Max is 12 hours. So, like, I set it from literally 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., so I get no notifications. It still doesn't stop if you want it to go on and check the app, but at least no notifications because I had a big epiphany. It sounds so simple, but I had a big epiphany. And um, I mean, how are you going to, the algorithm loves if you get shares and saves. Yeah. But if all you do is post personal content, how many people want to share and save your personal stuff, right? They want to share stuff of influence that it's like, oh, I found this out. I want yeah. to share it. Cool mm-hmm. tactic, cool trick. Once you start doing that and you get rewarded, it comes in constantly, like you said, constantly. Yeah. So the quiet mode helps big time. But on a personal side, like it's all about what season of life you're in, like. I mm. I want to show for right now I could care less about me on Instagram like selfies and things like that. It's like all about my son. Yeah. Like I want to <laughs> have everything up there because for me it's like a memory log. Yeah. Like I mean yeah, there's a chance that maybe when I'm, I'm 34 right now, there's a chance maybe when I'm 50, Facebook and Instagram doesn't exist. But for the most part, I think with the way they're going, they'll have iterations. It'll still be around or something. But I like to post because a it's like from sending it out to a lot of different people i kind of just get that done in a quick fashion and then i always take the post i download it i throw it up on like a google drive so i can show him when he's older and it's kind of like just like my memory log and i go back i smile i'll just catch myself looking and i'll see a clip i'll be like i'm transported to that moment so like social's taking on a different thing for me throughout you know my journey relationship too, like once you are deep in a relationship and you're truly, really happy, you're not gonna find yourself on it as much because you're not in that stage where like, I'm looking for it. And then also too, like once I had Luca, like a lot of things that you would look for on Instagram, let's say it'll be a girl, a car, or this, a business, like you don't care anymore because you hit like the max unconditional love in your life mm. and like none of that stuff is even, it's not even appealing anymore, it's crazy. like. The, the, the growth that you get to, when you get to that point, it's like, I don't need any of that because I have the best thing ever possible. So like, I kind of made my Instagram hit uh, his, his. kind of. <laughs> like i like, I wanna, like, I thought about creating one for him, but I was like back and forth in my mind. But, you know, ultimately, as long as, that's how I view it now. I view it like for him, and then on the business side, it's like, how just can I produce something that's not Phil-focused? Fill, fill so I could just get the most shares and saves because otherwise I'm not really utilizing it to its yeah. maximum mm-hmm. potential. Yeah, yeah,
0: I get that. What about you?
2: So like everyone is saying here, it's a distraction, but in my world it's a necessary distraction because I am building a brand. I have a company, right? Mm-hmm. So I have to build that up. I have to be on it, and that's in this day and age one of the major ways to grow your company. Yeah. Also, it's a great way to meet people, and I've met a lot of different people through the app. Uh, even, like. They're all friends, dating, like the works. I think it's the best platform to kind of get to know somebody, right? And you get to know somebody over time. If you go on a dating app, you got to strike while the iron's hot. If you're not going on a date after you match within like a week, that's Mm done. That's not happening. It's over. You know what I'm saying? Whereas with Instagram, you kind of be like, oh, let me get a feel for this person. Oh, they do some cool things. Like I like what I'm seeing and you get to it when the time is right. So there's certainly benefits in that as well. Mm I look at um, you know, you look at your phone sometimes, and it's like, hey, you've been on the phone this many hours, and Instagram, for sure, is my most. Uh, <laughs> so too much, too much. Yeah, yeah. But, but with that said, I do feel like I'm, in a weird way, like I'm even getting closer to different groups of friends through it. So I I don't love being on it as much as I am, but I am. There's benefits, benefits to it from Yeah, it, for sure. Benefits yeah, it's not, I'm not just like mindlessly scrolling all the time. I mean, there is that portion of it as well. Sure. But I am like solidifying and bonds and relationships and whatnot. So it's like I said, it's a necessary distraction at this point in my life. Yeah. yeah. I feel like for me, I think I
1: hit a point too where I was like, like scrolling, and then like you'd find someone's story, and like it was someone from 15 years ago. You have no ill will towards, you have you, you actually enjoyed their company. But it was like, I'm like now invested in their life. And it was almost like in day to day, I would never encounter them. It's good to see like yeah. what's going on in their life, but also it's taking away from my life and on my day to day, I wouldn't see them. So that was, I think a little bit of what I was like wrestling with where it's like now these people who i normally wouldn't encounter on day to day, I am kind of keeping track of their lives, which it's just like, it just kind of put my brain in a pretzel a little yeah. bit. You know, if that makes any sense yeah, at all. But like, yeah, or yeah, it's yeah. like, I just, I, like, I'm normal, so, like, I kind of went through this phase where I'm like, all right, like, the people that I actually see on a day-to-day are the people that I'll keep in touch with, and we've also had this conversation, too, particularly, like, you could be thinking about somebody, and then a day later, you run into them in the real world.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Like, and that, to me, I think is... I can be thinking about someone on Instagram, and I probably won't run into them the next day. Mm-hmm. But like in my mind, if I'm meant to see that person, I'm kind of like meant to like have them back into my life. Yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense. But no, I, I got that. Absolutely, guys. Yeah.
0: yeah. I get that. What's going on with you? I mean, we've been pretty much talking for over uh, almost an hour now, and we haven't even asked you how you are, bro.
4: I'm well. I'm well. Uh, just going through seasons in my life, man. Yeah. So just learning at an expedited rate. Yeah. Um, the the biggest biggest thing is like i've learned with me like when you're younger it's just kind of off topic but like when you're younger and you look at like different things in your life you look at like i want to own this place i want to have this amount of material success i want to have this lamborghini i want to have one that like having a child like everything has changed like that is the the number one source like i said of unconditional love and um like on a day-to-day basis I don't long for those things I don't I don't even know that they're there anymore like it's it's crazy and I would never said this like a year ago or two years ago Mm. so I'm just trying to be like super present in that at the same time like we talked about earlier having businesses having you know family relationship like just trying to balance it all but um, one thing I've done like speak of putting stuff on a calendar like Mm -hmm. I carve out time when I'm just with Luca, and when I'm with him, like, phone is down. Like, I take a lot of pictures and videos because I want the memories, you know? Um, But phone is down, like, it's just him. And then what what I'm battling with right now is like, because I'm so present in those moments when I'm with him, and like, they're like nice gaps of the day, it's like, okay, well, Phil's used to keeping his foot on the gas, you know? If he didn't have that normally, so like, how do I make up for that time Part of it is being a better person, better entrepreneur, like better leverage. But part of it too is like, okay, so now weekends look like this now, rather than just like a little more chill, they're a little more focused on business. And I like that and I'm I'm actually cool with that because on a weekend, if I were to do nothing, I'd rather my weekend, you know, be him. Mm-hmm. If I'm with him like by myself for like let's say twenty hours a week, like that's my weekend. So it's like it's like a crazy transition that I'm going through. But yet it all works and I'm,
0: I'm navigating it. I love that. I'm glad you say that you're navigating it too. you know like that's all we really can do is yeah especially when it comes to the unknown, it's like I know this sounds so cliche, but like all you can never do is give it your best. you know like if you've never been there before, if you've never experienced anyone that's been in your particular situation or what you've experienced, like what can you what can you do besides figure it out as you go? Absolutely.
4: I was uh, thinking about this prior to the podcast. We talked. One of the things I threw in the chat was about peace and um, like, how do you define peace? Um, And I and it came to to mind a lot because of the time I spent with Luca. Like for me, peace is when time stops. Mm. Like literally, I can't even hear a pin drop. I can't think about the future i can't think about the past i'm so engulfed and in tune with that moment mm-hmm. so like i think of it like when i'm at the park when I'm, it's on the swing like i think of nothing else like the lady next to me could be like yelling at her kid. i don't even hear her yeah and i think about it like i think about all of life's greatest moments like we talked about earlier, like being present like you know the first kiss of the person you love seeing him being born in the hospital, like little league, like I made this crazy dive catch mm. and like literally I flipped over five times, caught a ball in foul territory. And like, I, I, when I got up from it, like I just like heard people clapping in the background and I was like, where am I? Like, you know, like <laughs> that's like that's like present. So like I hit a um, hole in one in golf once. Like I'm so in tune in that moment. Nothing else is there. like. And that's, that's what I'm navigating is like how to get more of those moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, I'd be lying if I said that's it, like, oh, it's every day for me. Like they're sporadic, but like how can I increase the, the depth of them? You know, yeah. And, and that goes back to what I said before about the schedule. Like even just spending really quality time with him is like increasing the percentage of those those moments where time stops.
0: Yeah, that's powerful. It is. That's powerful. We only have a couple more minutes, boys. Any last words? Nothing, man. What else? What else aliens, we Aaron, so, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. We got a so, yeah, you
1: guys, all will on this. You guys had all your notes. My notes were
0: Aaron Rodgers, aliens.
1: <laughs> 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 both <laughs> I could talk about so,
0: for a long time. Uh, you know who my starting quarterback was in fantasy, right? Oh, uh, Was it Aaron Rodgers? We both our starting quarterback. Uh, it was you, too. And, and
2: starting quarterback of my favorite team,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that sucks. Yeah, um, it's terrible. It really is. Outside of the fact he was I mean, my starting was, quarterback in fantasy. No, yeah. I mean, As a just, human being that fucking terrible. sucks. How jets how Jets like
2: is it? It's it's so unbelievable yet very believable at the same time. I said the Jets outjetted the Giants once again, <laughs>
1: dude. <laughs> like the, we, we, got like, you, we got you. We got like, you guys on that it couldn't, one. could it was like that's a good expression. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was. It's so jet. It's, it's so bad. Like, I was cursing my father, rest in peace, my uncles for making me a jet fan. Like <laughs> yeah. it's it's I'm sorry a curse. You that. Yeah, it's just a curse that is just. I mean, and again, like I, it's an incredible team. There's so much to root for. That game was filled with emotions, ups yeah. and downs. Yeah, but like, oh my god,
2: just you're one of the rarest. Th- Jet there's Yankee very fans. few Jet, Yan- Jet Yankee fans
1: Jet Yankee fans yeah,
2: yeah. There's none. you yeah. went against the grain it's
1: funny because my business partner is a giant Met fan
0: yeah that's so right. we are complete yeah, exactly.
1: opposites. <laughs> so like funny. any <laughs> season take it yeah a anything. couple yeah it's just like and like those two combinations are just so rare where yeah. is
0: Mike I gotta get him on one. <laughs> one. <Yeah. laughs> I gotta How's interview Mike? him at the US Open yeah you gotta at the US you uh, Open you wanna catch him that's it alright boys well on this note wanna first of all thank you guys Seriously. Yeah, great Um, to see you boys. This was great because honestly... We and I'll tell everyone transparently, like we come into these with like a couple of topics that we throw around in a group chat and loosely too, yeah. very loosely, and we didn't touch on any of them because <laughs> yeah, we did We didn't <laughs> too. Rogers and Greece. And we got, <laughs> I mean, I knew <laughs> Greece. I knew Greece was coming up. I wasn't
1: expecting a question about my trip, but yeah, I knew this motherfucker. I, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I, yeah, I was bringing up no matter what. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> no, I
0: think that's. I think that's honestly one of the most beautiful things about what we're doing in these round tables is like this was pure organic conversation like what I had here was how are the guys (laughs) I pray my best friends are getting everything they are working for which was a quote Phil sent and talking about like competition between friends and lack of support jealousy and envy energy drainers energy givers when to keep your foot on the gas or tap the brake which is kind of what Phil was just talking about a little bit what does peace mean to you again what Phil talked about a little bit but like beyond that we just had pure organic conversation which is such a beautiful thing so well it's also the first time we've all hung out together this is the post, In a while, post yeah. summer special yeah like, this yeah. is pretty much what yeah. it is. that's yeah. that's the name post summer special yeah. that's the episode title boom i'm gonna throw this
1: out there too um if we want to do um ice pass yes you got it in so the yard we're all set we can do get a really bag, tell me twice sauna and I then we could do a podcast that. after which would be pretty that good that is so.
0: fucking um, yeah. sick yeah
1: so we'll be uh, let we'll that out would so be, that'd be good, good it. content yeah, 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 that's that's yeah. It yeah
0: I think it was you that was like yo should we float before this
1: no I think that was Drew I don't yeah, know like, yeah, I haven't floated in a long time I miss floating it used to be the one in Williamsburg and now that I'm in Long Island I'm far fucking would love to do that. you'll add one in
2: your backyard as well yes
0: dude if you get a the cold plunge right in. now is
1: 45 <laughs> degrees, by
0: the way. Oh shit. Yeah,
1: I uh, I j- it just got installed the other day, and I lasted two minutes. Okay, well, two minutes yeah. is a long time, dude. Yeah, two I minutes mean, is a long fucking time. I run, ran out of there. So, so next pod,
0: next pod, we'll do <laughs> sauna ice bath, and then the next pod after that we'll do floats.
1: Yeah, before and then we'll come.
0: Before and yes. um, we're gonna. So that one, I'm gonna have to bring in a fucking uh, like a vlog style guy to show like the before and after of what happens before you float and after you float. Yeah, cool. that'd be cool. Cause that that's a necessity. Cause like if we're gonna be so zen the fuck out, oh, like we so are literally. Cool. Gonna, it's the best feeling. I'm actually thinking we might not talk. <laughs> <laughs> we, we might we not just sing. a silent <laughs> a silent podcast.
1: <laughs> there might be some insightful. I come out. I always say this about floats. And this is why I miss it so much. I go into a float with like something I'm wrestling with in my life. I come out of it with a resolution to that. Uh, Because my subconscious just like wrestles with it, brings it up. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I didn't even know that was a problem. And it's like, here it is. Because I'm alone with my thoughts for 60 minutes. And I was like, oh, all of a sudden, here's a problem. Oh, you haven't addressed that. And it's like, oh, okay. Here's some solutions to that problem. And then I leave with like okay I think I solved
3: that and mm.
0: I should
1: probably like address it some of my best business ideas have come out of floats yeah like, floats are the beneficial.
2: best man.
0: floats are the absolute best I, yeah. mean, I floated oh, yeah. one
2: time it was the day before my uh, Kickstarter commercial shoot and I swear like it changed my whole perspective going into it I was like i would never done this before it was yeah. years ago I was like you know kind of like a nervous wreck mm. and I did that you know, I, I, I really I nailed it because I found peace in that float I, I, I really it. got a lot from That's that sixteen. 60- I love it 60 minute session I love it
0: all right boys episode 294 everyone that's tapped in you're still listening you obviously found this to be a value or value or entertainment whatever it was I'm uh, going to ask you to make sure that you share like subscribe whatever the hell you got to do uh, that's always appreciated your feedback is always so valuable I know we get a lot of text messages when we put these episodes out so gentlemen thank you so much episode 294 that's a wrap